As they passed through the magical doorway, Shauna stared at the handkerchief in her hands. She'd known it had power. She'd seen it used in battle to carry a small cadre of troops. She'd been one of them. And when Lady Tyambra took an axe blade to the thigh, Shauna had rallied the staff and wounded to defend the medical tent until reinforcements could break through. As she slipped into unconsciousness, Lady Tyambra had told her, Pay attention, child. Use the handkerchief when you most need aid, and it will serve you. When a great need arises, the great will rise. Good luck, my darling. The kingdom needs you. Something past them was annoying her. A noise, something. She looked up. Tobin was ahead, slowing Leandra down and getting in her way. Tobin, stop it! Keep going! But Tobin stood, frightened. She stepped past him and saw what he was staring at. A man on a horse in strange, dirty, leather garb. Shana told him who they were, and he raced off to tell someone. Then she saw the children. When Shauna discovered that the children were sickly, malnourished, and some even bruised, she asked them who had done it. They wouldn't tell her the details, so she turned to Leandra, ripped off the bags, and leapt onto the saddle. Tobin stared in horror as she raced off to catch up with the leather-clad man. As she roared up the wide, dusty street, she saw clear signs of degradation. Though she didn't recognize the strange architecture, nor the lettering on the signs, she recognized fear and distrust. The citizens making their way between shops or standing on the corners talking amongst themselves seemed worried, and some were even openly hostile. She rode on, feeling concerned. At the end of the long street, the dust settled around a horse tied to a rail near a small, flat-roofed building ringed with wooden walkways. Shauna silently dismounted and led Leandra into cover. Leandra was gifted at shadowing her owner, well-trained by Tobin's mother and father, Shauna was reminded again how valuable Tobin and his family had been to her and hers, and to the realm as well. A friendly voice rang out, encouraging the man from earlier to find out whoever was outside. As he came around, she and Leandra backed up. It was the same leather-clad man from earlier, The friendly voice shouted at him to let her pass and to send her in to see him, the source of the warm voice. Shauna entered the small building wary and looking for threats. Inside, a kindly, portly man offered her a drink, iced tea from a strange box that kept liquids cold and produced ice in small cubes. She complimented the mayor on his treasure. Just then, some shouts rang out. Shauna went out to see what it was. What it was, was a mob. 
Pretty quickly, it became clear to her that a great many people in the town didn't want her there. She watched as Tobin appeared around the perimeter, as the people yelled terrible things about royalists and spies and something called the Line of Eld, Shauna readied herself for a fight. The mayor came out and settled the crowd. Shauna heard a chunking noise at one point and was startled to see it came from a giant metal man, like a living suit of armor. Mayor Marsh... Padram Marsh was his name, welcomed Shauna to the town and told everyone that if they'd like to meet her, they could do it after he'd treated her to a room and a meal. A hefty, made-up woman came forth and offered to host Shauna at her establishment, which the mayor thought was a fine idea. The mayor sent all the people packing except for the metal man, who the mayor called the sheriff. As she passed by him, he said in a strange high voice, Welcome to Delane, your grace. I hope you enjoy your stay. Pretty quick-like, Shauna Delane and the madam made their way to the painted seat, a sprawling mishmash, multicolored monstrosity of a manor house, seemingly built in stages by a series of drunken carpenters, each peace more whimsical than the last. The madam, Biga Keelan, they called her, introduced Shauna to the girls. The tallest and most striking was named Mistress Morita Belian. Biga told her to help Shauna get settled and to show her some of those books she kept in her room. Shauna was scandalized by what she saw taking place inside the painted seat. She didn't make a fuss, but she sure didn't want to stay there any longer than she had to. Marita brought Shauna to her own room and bade her sit. She drew out two very large guns, or what Shauna called short canes, from her pockets and set them in a chest at the foot of her bed. Then she drew a book from her desk and showed it to Shauna, an illustrated history of Delane. Shauna was shocked. Delane wasn't the name of a town. It was the name of her kingdom. These folks were either highly misinformed, or the elders of the Jessicari had been right, and reality was shifting. Something here was very wrong indeed. Okay, so uh, last we checked, you were asking Marita to read from the book about the town. And uh, And asked about the wands. Oh, yeah. She smiles and she flips through the book. And What what, uh, what are those short canes? Why is everyone carrying around little short canes on their waist? They're not long enough to get to the ground. She's completely, like, baffled by your... your, uh, ignorance and uh she opens the book and she kind of shows it to you and you're like she's treating you like a (laughs) five-year-old she like shows you a picture book 
It's and just, and I can't read this text, right? Because it's, it's not in the language. I'm, it's similar, but it'll take you a while to get used yeah. to it. It's uh-huh. the, the shape of the letters is different. You recognize a lot of them, but it's, mm-hmm. it's going to take you a little while to adjust. And so she shows you the picture, and it's of this big guy with these big, crazy mustaches and this uh, giant kind of cowboyish hat and a vest and, I don't know, form-fitting pants with a big belt buckle. And he's got two of these giant short canes, as you call them, on his sides. And it says, Delane's first mayor, Santos Bragan. Does she read that too? Yeah, she reads you the caption, and then she flips to the next page, and it says, Santos Bergan first set up the town of Delane to serve passengers on the Pecos line. The town was small at first and quickly grew to its current size of 400 year-round residents, and she like kind of laughs for a second, and you're not sure why. Um, and she goes on and swells to over a thousand during the harvest festival. And she, yeah, she seems to find that really charming or, or silly. You're not sure why. She kind of skims down some paragraphs and she says, No one knew where Santos really came from. Some said he was a gunslinger of the line of Eld. Others said he was a low man a bandit, an ordinary miner that found some guns one day and decided to found a town. But whoever he was, he was the biggest man anyone there had ever seen. He stood six and a half feet tall, 300 pounds, and it's said that his, uh, he could get his gun out of his holster, plug a man before he could light his cigarette. <laughs> And uh, by the time the cigarette had burned down to the base, he could have killed 20 more. Meanest hombre east of Midworld, and he didn't take no shit from nobody. (laughs) So she says, um, is it making sense now? She flips through some more pages. So Shauna kind of listens to this little tale, and she's like, well, um... Where I'm from, that's not at all how Delane came to be. But I guess we do have some similarities. Uh, the, the markets in the summer in the kingdom are just exuberant all the time. It's fantastic. But uh, this man and, and his and his gun, gu- gun slinging, is it? These guns, they, they must be, are, are, they, are they the weapons of your kind? Are they like a sword? They're a little something like a sword, sure. Sean, so what do they look like? Well, you've already seen them, right? She showed them to you. She's yeah, but she couple. doesn't. She doesn't recognize that. Like the gun is referring to like the canes on people's belts. Oh, I see. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah she flips yeah. back to the picture and she points at them on her waist, and then she shows you her holsters. With the the cane handle coming out, and you're like, oh. Shana kind of looks at the picture, the two big ones, like illustrated picture, and the one that Maria also has on her belt. She she kind of looks back and forth. She's kind of a little wide eyed. She's like, 
How do you fight with a short cane? <laughs> she says, look, if you're going to stay here long, you probably should just call them guns. <laughs> she says, okay. How do you fight with guns? <laughs> she said, well, most folk don't have them anymore. They're very expensive and hard to get. And in fact, if the mayor knew I had him, I probably wouldn't have him anymore. And at that, Shauna's like, oh. And she pops open her footlocker and throws him in. And you see all kinds of fancy fabrics in there. It looks like a woman's hope chest. And you're like, ooh, you know, there's some fabric in there that you probably couldn't even get your hands on. And she tosses it in there. If you're doing something against the law, I don't think you should be doing that. And she kind of gets up. Um, She touches your dress and she looks you dead in the eye and she says, law don't mean shit in this town, honey. You make your own law and you keep your mouth shut or bad things happen to you. So Shauna kind of, she kind of like jerks her hand back. And she's like, what, what, what do you mean? Like, everyone has to follow the law. You, you need, if you can't have that gun, you should turn it into the mayor. She stands up and she says, I don't think you understand. There is no law anymore. The line of Eld is gone. The good man, and she makes this weird gesture with her, her fingers on both hands. The good man took all the good out of this world. This world has moved on, honey. And you got to move on with it. China goes, the line of Eld, what is that? And what is the good man? Is, are you saying the mayor is a bad man? She sighs and she says, everything I tell you is a secret. These names, the good man, line of Eld, you keep these words out of your lips. You stay in this town for as little a time as you can, and you get the hell out of here. Delane is no place for a lady. So Shana kind of, she hears, it seems like um, Margot's being sincere, and she goes, and so she says, I'm not sure, I mean, I just met you, but if this place is dangerous, then I need to help the people who are here, who are suffering. She sighs like a big, heavy sigh, and she says, Look, girl, I don't know where you're from, and I don't care. But the sooner you get on, the safer you'll be. Maybe you like kids, or or you like widows, but nobody in this town gets out alive, honey. Shana kind of like stands a little taller and kind of puffs her chest a little, she says, I think I can handle myself. In my world, in a place called Delane, where I come from, if there's people in trouble, I help them, especially if they're in my kingdom. And this happens to have the name of my kingdom. So I think this has something to do with what I need to do here. All right. She just regards you. And it almost looks like with sadness, as if she knows something terrible is going to happen to you and she just has to accept it. And you're honestly surprised that she's not asking you about your world. And you think that might, might be related. Like, like if she's really telling the truth, 
bad things happen here so often that it's pointless to make friends. You've only ever seen this kind of behavior amongst like captured prisoners of war or soldiers that saw too much. So Shauna kind of sees her kind of like dejected expression. She says, so where, what is your story? How, how did you get to where you are now? How did you get to this manor? And were you born in this town? Did you move here? (laughs) She laughed. Nah, honey, I wasn't born here. Most of us wasn't born here. I was brought here. Brought here? Do you mean against your own will? How else is somebody brought? <laughs> Honey, you don't, you don't travel out world unless you got somewhere to go. I was brought here because I had fresh soil for the seed. Shana kind of like puts her hands to her lips because she, she understands that. She says, is that how all the women at this manor came to be here? Nah, most of them are just here to provide some fun for the deputies, passers through, but uh, it's why I was brought. And once your soil dries up, you're always going to end up in a place like this. And Shana kind of pauses for a moment, but then she goes, Madam, Mistress, would she call her Mistress or Madam? She would call her Madam, right? Uh, I mean... She's called mistress, but it's up to you. She says, uh, Madam Marita, every person has their honor. If this is not someplace you want to be, then I'll help you get out. Look, if you survive the night, maybe we can talk about it. Uh, Shana raises her eyebrows. She says, well, then it seems like I have to survive the night. So how about we put our heads together and you kind of give me a briefing on what's about to happen. My squire is out uh, taking care of the horse. Should I be worried about him? <laughs> she, she looks like she doesn't know what to say. And then you hear uh, a lot of like excited voices and you hear a, a tromping coming up the steps. And you hear the madam's voice cooing and, and sounding all chipper and friendly and she says oh go on get out and she opens the door and she like is trying to get you to leave her room okay um she lets herself get like shoved out of the room okay you see a a couple of the ladies come up to you and um they're pretty enough but you can tell each one has has something wrong with her like one's left arm is a little funky one has kind of soars along the line of her hairline on one side and is missing some teeth. They come up to you and they're like, the mayor's here. He'd like to talk to you for a moment before dinner. And uh, you see the the ladies have all kind of mobbed around the mayor and uh, you see Townsworth with him. Townsworth looks real hard, like as if he expects someone to attack the mayor like, and you, you're not sure why. Yeah. Uh, maybe it happens a lot. But anyway, they're encouraging you to go to your chambers. So Shana, is, Shana, did she change into like like a dinner dress 
like a party dress yet or is she still in her you're planning to they've okay they've brought up some of your stuff into your so I, I still have like some light equipment on me right so it's like it's not uh it's not maybe a like couple things but okay. tobin took most of it with him and okay. uh you see you see a, a guy like loading in one of your chests into your room so shana kind of like feels her body to make sure that she still has at least something small like the knife on her when she sees uh uh ray and then she nods her head and she says all right that's fine i'll see the mayor now and then she turns back uh to see if marita is still behind her um to see if marita's getting giving her any kind of look you see marita's door closes so softly that it almost like once the latch clicks you could barely hear it if you were a few feet away and so Sean's uh, gonna like take note of that and make sure to figure out how to revisit with Marita later. Okay. So they lead you over to your quarters. The mayor's still like down on a lower landing, uh, sort of getting acquainted with the ladies and, and he's talking about himself. Like he's a real, he's a real cheese ball. <laughs> and as you guys go to your room, Townsworth takes note of you. Shana kind of notices uh, Townsworth and is Townsworth like, glaring at her nah he's just he reminds you of a knight you know it's just like he's always scanning for danger mm -hmm. so she she kind of takes a quick look at him too then like okay yeah he he sort of flicks his head up just a little bit as if to acknowledge you yeah so uh shana turns and she she keeps walking do a presence and empathy flip and I think you're unhurt, so. Okay. So, um, and I'll say you have two hero points. Okay. So can you and flip? everything else is full. Yeah, I don't have, I need to get cards. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll flip. Here we yeah. go. Yeah. Um, so that'll be seven cards. One success, two success. Ooh, that's the queen. What's your charm stat? My charm stat is one. Okay, so that'll true. just that's just one. Mm -hmm. So that's two successes, three successes. You get the feeling that Townsworth doesn't think much of you, but he's he recognizes that you might be more dangerous than the average woman. So he's like he's cautious. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But he's also you also get the sense that he's up to something like, like he's got a plan. Mm. Okay. Sean's going to like ignore him for now and okay. just keep making her way to the mayor. Uh, they're trying to lead you into your room so that they uh, can get you. Oh, I thought, I thought they were trying to get me to speak to the mayor. They said that the mayor's coming, but they're, they want to like get you changed into a nice outfit Oh, okay. Get your makeup done. Yeah, sure. Okay. So, yeah, Shana, Shana takes note of kind of like uh, his demeanor. Mm -hmm. She kind of takes note of uh, Ray's demeanor, and then she just kind of turns, ignores him, and like heads into her room cooperatively. Okay, cool. Uh, so you're in your room, and they, they open up your chest, and they start going through... Everything looking for a, a nice dinner dress. Uh, so she goes, 
Where's Tobin? Is is my squire? Is he here yet? Uh, they kind of look at each other, and one says, uh, uh, "Last I saw, he was in the stables. He's talking to the stable boy and uh, getting the horse ready and everything. Do you need anything from him?" Uh, so Sean says, "Ma'am, if I could bother you for this, would you please mind uh, going to get him for me to tell him to come up to my?" chambers of course and she uh and she says the redhead you. she yeah. pops out mm-hmm. and the only other person here is an older brunette she's the one with the sores along her hairline mm-hmm. and as soon as the other one leaves she looks like really concerned um shana shana kind of looks at her curiously and would she have found anything in your chest that was like weird or or out of the ordinary? Well, the chest is mainly like dresses, armor, and oh, like armor weapons, for sure. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so she starts pulling out the uh, armor and she's like, "What is this?" Uh, Sean's like, "That's battle armor." This woman is looking at this armor and looking up at you. She's pretty uh, stunned. Mm-hmm. As if she's never seen a, a badass woman before. Shana says, your world is so interesting. You guys speak of having weapons, like these little canes you guys call guns, which, by the way, I still have no idea how you're supposed to fight with those, but you've never seen armor before. She says, well... I mean, I've heard about it, but most of what I've heard is that people that wore it got killed by gunslingers, so it's pretty pointless. We heard about one guy that that wore armor that that repelled gunshots, but I've never seen it. Shana goes, gunshots? So these guns of yours... They're more like arrows? Sure, yeah. We got arrows. We got a, a kind of uh, bow for for regular people. It's called a ba. You hold it sort of like a gun. The arrows are made out of uh, thicker wood. I've never held one myself, but you know, I've seen them around town. Hmm. Most folks, though, just have, you know, hoes and shovels and stuff. And she says, lady, you should probably hide this stuff. And you see, like, under the armor, your sword's under there, wrapped up in uh, burlap or whatever. So Shana says, hmm, well, hopefully you will never have to wield wield a weapon and that this town can be peaceful. And she says, I think you're right. The... Other lady I spoke to earlier seemed to imply that there's something nefarious going on in this manner, and the mayor not be exactly what he seems. So having him know that I'm armed might not be such a good idea. Where where would you suggest I put my items? Uh, 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 gosh, I don't know. Uh, they'll probably look all over. And she looks really concerned all of a sudden. Um, So Shana goes, I wouldn't want you to get in trouble for being associated with me. So 
if you feel com- uncomfortable, you can just leave and I can take care of my items. Uh, okay. She gets up and she points into your box and she says, uh, I like the red one. Shana kind of smiles like really chipper. She's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> By the way, I like your dress too. <laughs> oh, oh, well, thanks. I, I have a better one for entertaining. And she, uh, she heads to the door and she opens it up. And she looks back at you and she looks so sad. And she says, uh, Miss Shauna? Shauna goes, yes. It was real nice meeting you. I, I hope to see you again. And then she heads out the door. She kind of like waves. She's like, it was great meeting you too. By the way, I never got your name. Uh, she closes the door behind her and pads away. But it chimes like, oh, oh, okay. Um, I guess I'll, I'll just look for her later then. Okay, so you're alone in the, the suite. By the way, this is a big, really nicely appointed room, much larger than Marita's. The bed is huge. Like it's, it's one of those uh, four posters with the drapey curtains or whatever. Is there anywhere in the room that's like particularly not so obvious where you could like, like any kind of compartment or like a closet mm. with like a space in the back where you could potentially hide things that like you could tell it would be difficult to like dig out? Sure. Do a, a wit investigation. Okay, so wit, I have one investigation. I have none. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> All yeah. right, two cards. It has to be pretty odd. I get, yeah, she's not the. You got one you success. Know. Do you want to uh, use any drive or hero points? What is drive again? I, I don't remember. Drive, drive is your wit plus your presence. Mm, so I have three presence. So one plus three. So you have four drive. Basically. Uh, they're like cards you can use at any time and you can use one or all four. It's up to you. But once they're gone, they're gone for the session. Okay. I'll use one. Okay. Still just one. And then okay. you have those two hero points. You can, uh, I think I need to save those. for. Okay. <laughs> um, you want to use any more drive? No, it's fine. So, so I guess I don't see anything particularly useful. To, yeah. uh, like, you saw in the bottom drawer there's uh there's like old books and and other random junk. Maybe if you stick your sword in there, nobody'll go looking for it, but your armor is way too big to fit in there. Yeah, so she she just she kind of so Shana just kind of like tries to put the sword under the books in a way where like you literally have to like go through the entire pile of books to get to the bottom. Okay. Um, uh, so she spent some time doing that. Um, and then with the armor, she doesn't really see anywhere good to put it. So I, I imagine she has a bunch of dresses. So she'll go to the closet and um, she'll hang up all her dresses in the closet and put the armor like way in the back so that it looks like it's just a closet full of dresses and you would have to like dig through the dresses to find the, the, the armor. Right. Okay. So there's, there's no real back. It's like a, a pretty shallow wardrobe, but yeah, so you can, it's, you a, can it's, kinda, it's not like a walk-in closet, right? It's just like a yeah. small closet. Yeah. So you can, uh, you could either stash it between the, the, uh, 
what's it called? The wardrobe and the wall, where you yeah. could kind of shove it into a corner and put your longest so there, dresses in front of it. Is there a door to the closet or no? Yeah, there's like double doors that you open up. Okay, so yeah, so she she's gonna like she's gonna hang up all the dresses so that like and then put the armor like to the very like far right or left, right? So that okay. like when you open the door, like all you see is dresses and you have to kind of like dig through it to get to Okay. The, the the armor. It's not the best, but it's the it's all she can think of. Yeah. Right cool. Um and then after she does that, she kind of like looks at the all the dresses she hung up too. And then she like looks at the red one. She kind of smiles, she says and she picks it up. And um she's about to get dressed and then she is unpacking the rest of her things and she takes off uh, the knife she's been carrying the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, she takes note that like she probably needs to bring that with her somehow to conceal it. And then she gets her hairpin. That's the thing that she like expressly looks for in her luggage. Okay. And she makes sure she makes sure she has her hairpin and that she's gonna wear it in some kind of like fashion to the uh, to to the to the dinner tonight. Okay, and where are you gonna stash the knife? Um, the knife, she's not sure yet. She just put it on the bed because she hasn't changed into the red dress yet. She just grabbed it. Okay. Um, and then, uh, as she grabs the dress, she gets the hairpin. She puts the hairpin in her hair. She's doing her. Um, she is about to change, and she wonders to herself, so "It's like, where's Tobin? He's taking a long time." Yeah, you hear a, a bunch of, uh, you hear the boots kind of chunk, chunk, chunk coming towards your your door, and you still hear kind of the twittering of the painted ladies. And you're sort of half-dressed at this point. You got your yeah. slip on and so she, uh, all that. She's been hearing a lot of commotion outside, so she doesn't think it's anything particular. So she just continues on with getting undressed and redressed in the red dress. Okay, so you're starting to pull your red dress up and you hear three heavy knocks on the door. Shazel like like flustered. Um she's like half dressed, right? So she's like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, wait wait a second. Just a minute. Lady Shana, is that you?" It's the mayor. That's yeah, that's the mayor. She she said, "Uh, yes, just one minute, please." Okay, you hear the the ladies suddenly are silent. So she notices that like the commotions died down, mm-hmm. um, and so she'll she finishes like putting on like the dress like very very like scrappily, so it's not extremely like you know well fitted or anything yet. She makes uh, she grabs the knife from her bed and tries to like slip it uh, under her dress in a, in a way and. Um, like she, if she has like a little, like a strap holster that can go like on her leg, right? So the, the dress goes over her legs, right? And she tries to conceal it like under there. And then she makes sure her hairpin is definitely in her hair. Nice. And then she walks up to the door and she opens it. All right. So you're almost to the door when it opens and uh, he peeks his head in. And so you're like a few feet goes, away oh, from uh, him. You, you, it's like, I, I was about to get the door, but uh, you should really wait for a lady to uh, say that she's ready. He looks you up and down in a really gross, leering fashion and then slides all the way in and closes the door behind him. 
and he says, uh, Lady Shana, you got a thing or two to learn about the way a woman talks to a man in this town. And he locks the door behind him. Shana kind of like glares at him. She says, excuse me? You're in my room. And I don't think I invited you in. Your room, huh? Let me tell you something, Lady Shana. This is my town. And I own every goddamn piece of it. And he like takes part of your dress in his fingers and like rubs it between his fingers. He, she like snatches the dress away from him and she says, that is no way for you to treat a guest. A guest, yes. You are definitely a guest, Lady Shana. Trouble is, you're a surprise guest and here in Delane, we're not too fond of surprises. He, he walks over to the wardrobe and uh, pops it open. And he starts flipping through your dresses and he says, I like, I like that red dress, but uh, I wonder if there isn't anything more suitable in here. And he's really giving off the creepy vibes now. Mm. You see him pocket a gold key. You're not sure what that's about. He starts going through your dresses. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of how... What, what way she would best react. Um, uh, Sean's just like, excuse me, I don't think I gave you permission to go through my things. No, you certainly did not, my dear. And I don't think I gave you permission to come into my town and spy for the House of Eld. And he turns and he drops his, uh, his hand to his vest and you realize he has a a little gun, like, between his vest and his waistband. Mm. And he says, take a seat. And he points to the big bed. Shana says, no. <laughs> First of all, you invited me here. And second, I have no idea who the House of Eld is. And third, I am Shana of Delane, and no one talks to me that way. Delane again. Honey, we ain't run by no monarchy. I see royalist all over you, and I can smell the stink perfume. You think your shit doesn't stink, but it does, my dear. I can smell it through your clothes. And he gets <laughs> up real close to you, still handle on his gun. And he says, I told you to sit, so you better goddamn well sit, honey. So I think Shauna's going to try to, like, uh, like put her hand like on top of his that's holding the gun. So I don't know Ooh. if I need to like roll anything for that and like kind of, kind of like grip it. You know, are like you tight. going for the gun or just kind of? No, like 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 if someone was holding a knife, right? Like uh -huh. um, she would stop them by like gripping their hand over, like like putting her hand over their hand, right? And like and like a show of strength to like to show them like you can't move that knife, right? Um, like any, and then like you see what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. so she's but it is, it is a fairly aggressive warlike yes, move. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like if I need to roll something or like a uh, draw a card, something or something for an action like that. Yeah, let's do a agility 
And do you have melee? Uh, agility four. Where is melee? Melee four. Oh shit! So that'll yeah. be nine cards. Yeah. This is basically the only thing she's good at. So. <laughs> oh no! You got three successes and a joker. Okay. Yeah, you totally get your hand on his, and you you have him like held so he can't release it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he okay. kicks out with his boot and just grinds it into your slippered foot, and you double over, and he just like throws you backward so that you bang like your butt into the wardrobe. And uh, he's going to try to hold on to that gun. Okay, the gun goes flying out of his hand and uh, tumbles off towards the window. I'll let you try to to reach for it if you want. No, she's not going to reach for it. Like for stepping on her foot, she's going to like she's going to get right back up and like uh, roundhouse kick him in the face. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, so I guess again, agility four, melee four. Mm-hmm. So that's another nine cards. What'd I get? <laughs> you got six successes. <laughs> I'm gonna run out of successes. Oh my god. So you you just like brutally take him down in the head. Boom! He like stumbles to one knee and then f- his head flops over onto the bed and he's scrambling around but he can't get to his feet. Uh, you might have given this poor guy a concussion. So, at this point, this guy's pretty prone, right? Uh, I mean, he's down on his knees. Uh, yeah, so, he starts, like, like hollering. So, I think then Shana's going to grab him by, like, the collar and kind of put him... And let me know if I need to roll or anything for this. Um, like, put him in a chokehold so he doesn't scream. And so, And she'll say... I don't know how you go off around calling yourself mayor. My shit stinks too, that's for sure. But I can, one look at you, I can tell you're nothing but a scoundrel. So you're going to tell me everything I want to know right here. Okay, right if now. you're going to choke him and keep him from uh, speaking, you're going to have to do another melee check. Okay. Um, so melee four, agility four. This is actually brawn and melee. Oh, brawn. What's Let your me brawn? See. Braun is three. So three and then melee four. Okay, so that's two successes and a joker. Mm -hmm. And he got three successes. So he manages to to yank your hand off of his, and you're struggling around, and uh, his knees all over the ground is making a lot of noise. And then he screams, She's a spy! Spy! And uh, all of a sudden, you hear like a fucking boom as somebody kicks the uh, the door. Um, yeah, so the whole frame shakes, and you look over and you see one of the uh, one of the hinges is starting to go. Uh, so Sean just kind of she just sighs deeply. And she says, "Here we go." The pile of books, right? Was that under the bed or where was it? It's. At the bottom shelf of a dresser over by the bed. 
but it's all the way across the room, basically. Okay. So she, she kind of like reaches around like the, the like part of her dress that covers his legs. So she has it. She like has a feel for her knife and then she quickly makes her way over to the shelf where the sword is. Okay, so you're basically like jumping past him, grab the knife, go to the... Yeah, I, yeah. she's not paying attention to the mayor. Okay. Yeah. So I'll be athletics and agility. Oh, yeah. Easy. You have... Uh, what is your athletics? Athletics is four. Awesome. And your agility? Agility is also four. Okay, so you got... So I'm going to say she's going to try to like... uh like uncover the sword like and like brandish it like as quickly as possible i'm trying to think about how she could like um so it's it's a shelf right or um, it's a drawer so you have to pull it all the way out and then reach down into the books and junk and stuff so i'm gonna say she like pulls out the drawer and she tries like she she like kicks it from the bottom so it just like shatters nice um and to, to grab her sword Okay, yeah, so you like roll off the corner of the bed, you grab the knife, you yank out the drawer and kick it at the same time, and it yeah. like all shakes and shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the sword doesn't quite come up, but the drawer is definitely uh, bruised, and you can see the handle through some books. He starts hollering now. He's like crawling on his knees toward the... Uh, toward the window and he's like we got us a spy boys uh so she she grabs the hilt of the sword and pulls it out of the drawer okay and she's just like reach down. Just all of like, a sudden you hear another gnarly kick and the hinge totally rips away and the door falls forward and like kind of the the whole lock starts to blow and you can see Townsworth on the other side, his boot like kind of still like hanging off the top of the door as he as he reels back for another kick. Oh, so he so he's not fully through the door, but you no, can see. No, not quite. Okay. Another kick, or he yeah. could probably even crawl through. Yeah, so or so Sean, Sean just take stands a shot there at and you. She puts like uh, both hands on the hilt and like kind of like prepares herself and she just looks at like the mayor, and she shakes her head, and she's like, pipe down, will you? If you can't face me like a warrior, at least be quiet. Okay. He's still hollering. He's crawling towards the window, and he says, look out the window. You'll see what Mayor Marsh can do. Have you drawn the sword yet, or you're just holding the, the handle, the hilt? Oh, I thought I drew it because like I pulled it out of the Okay, nice. What'd you do with the knife? The knife is still like uh, on her leg, right? On a holster. She oh, was okay. just she was just checking it in case she couldn't reach the sword in time. Um, okay. Yeah. So uh that's right, you hadn't stashed it yet. Yeah. Um yeah. so you see Townsworth like isn't gonna bother coming in. He's drawing his uh his revolver. Mm-hmm. And you hear the ladies like in the distance, like kind of freaked out and, and I don't know, making worried noises. And then you hear a shot outside in the street somewhere. Well, I guess Shana wouldn't 
wouldn't know what a shot is, right? So she hears like a like a loud like yeah. What's a sound? what's yeah. a, a eyes of the dragon analog? I don't yeah. know, like a tree crashing and coming down, lightning. Yeah. Uh, a so sword I, I, hitting a tree, like it's it's all of those things and not. Yeah. So. Shauna's eyes are like trained on Ray and she notices like Ray has stopped like trying to smash the door open. Uh-huh. And then she like and that and she remembers um what um the the some of the uh some of the processes had said about like their weapons are more like arrows. Mm-hmm. So she realizes that these people might be uh trying to get her with some kind of projectile. And so I imagine it's like so she's at the She's at the door. Um, the mayor's crawling towards his gun, right? Yeah, and then, you're actually all the way across the room from the door. Like, yeah, it's a big suite. You're on the other side of the bed near the dresser, and there's a grimy window to your right, like that you okay. could maybe look through, but it's pretty grimy. Gotcha. So if the door is like starting to hinge open, then she's going to run in front of it so the door is in between her and um ray right okay so you're basically going back the way you came yeah because she she notices she notices that like right now the space between like ray has a direct line of sight to her right yeah and so she runs back the other way so that now the doors are in between them again and then she's she's gonna run straight to um the mayor and try to like block his path towards like uh, as he's crawling towards his gun and point her sword at his head. Okay. So you'll kind of have to go down to one knee and off like just kind of next to the wardrobe. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe even put the sword between him and the gun. But uh, oh, I thought she, I was thinking she was just going to run like across the room uh-huh. and just like s- stand in front of him and kind of point the sword down at him. Okay, Townsworth might be able to reach in and, and get a shot at you where the mayor is. That's why I was thinking you might want to go past him to avoid line of sight for Ray. Oh, so I was thinking like she was going to like go in between the mayor, the gun, and the window, right? So because like the gun yeah. is near the window, right? Yeah, so the she's gun gonna is go near the window, which is near yeah. the corner, which is sort of near the wardrobe. Yeah, so she's gonna go all the way in front of him. Okay, so that'll be Um, athletics and agility. So that's nine cards. Mm -hmm. Two successes. You have one card left in the deck, so we'll have to reshuffle here in a second. You stand there, and you've got your sword pointed at him, and uh, he just tumbles back to his butt, and he waves up at Townsworth like as if to say, don't shoot. And he's like trying to catch his breath. And your left foot is like right by the little gun. But from where you are now, you can see right out the open window. And you see people standing on the opposite street. And they look like exercised. Like they're like, it it reminds you of people at a public execution, how they're like, kind of crazed and excited and you see some of them have like bottles of presumably liquor one of them has a turkey leg Um, but you're not quite sure if they're just there to 
to look at your window or if or if there's something in the street it's pretty much looks like a mob right yeah just just all the makings of it because your the vantage point you have is just a little bit of the opposite side of the street <clears throat> i guess uh so she's going to thrust the sword forward so it's like up to his neck and kind of like so he's on the ground, right? He's sort of on his butt, kind of s- trying to scramble back from you at this point. Yeah, so so she's gonna like push the sword forward, so it's like right up against his neck, where like she can like like tilt up his cheek, you know? Nice. Um, yeah, like like his chin, right? And so she, so, and she's gonna say, since you're so good at being loud and talkative, I think it's time for you to answer some qu- answer some of my questions and call off your. Uh, call off your silly guard. Okay, he's like, Ray, 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 cool it, cool it, step back, put it away. And you hear Ray say, uh, Mayor, I don't know if I should do that. He says, I, don't I pay you enough? Come on, put it away, put it away. And you hear Ray, like, you hear, like, kind of the slap of leather, like maybe he's put it back into its holster. Shauna kind of, raises an eyebrow, she, and she's like, if he wants a duel, I'll happily oblige. But for now, there's a lot I need to know for, about you. And she's like, how did you become mayor of this town? What have you been doing to its people? I should be the one asking you these questions, spy. So Shana kind of like sighs. She's like, I don't like, it's like one more time. You hear that noise again from from down in the street, uh, like a bang, right? From yeah, like a bang, like from where you can't quite see because the wall is between you and there. But the people you can see, like, kind of flinch, and like one of them raises his fist in the air and goes "yeehaw," and the mayor, like, for a second, you see he smiles and and he looks like somehow he looks like he has the upper hand, which is crazy. Shana kind of ignores that she doesn't really understand what's going on out there. Her attention's focused on the mayor. She's like, I don't know how clear I have to make this. Apparently I am not of this world, but in my world, I am a princess of the lane. And this used to be a wonderful kingdom and it looks like you ruined it. So you tell me, how did you become mayor and what have you done to this place? And what are you doing to its people? Ruined? Lady, this place been ruined. Outworlds managed to hold on to some of its beauty, but that's about it. Good man Farson and the House of Eld, they've all torn this place to shit. Not to mention the beams are breaking. I'm tired of answering your questions. Why don't you look out the damn window? We got the upper hand, lady. So Shana kind of goes, that's not how I would be... I- someone should talk with a sword against their neck. And she kind of like pushes the sword up like even further <laughs> uh, to like give a little pressure. Like she's like, she's serious. Like, she, like, like basically like, I will fucking stab you. Like, <laughs> like, so she goes, the house of elves, then they're the ones responsible for, for all this. And you think I'm one of them. You're poorly mistaken. It, it's obviously clear you don't have the best sense of judgment. 
And she says, if you are running this town, then I, I can't let that be. I don't know what's going on outside, but you are going to resign from your position and we are going to, and I'm going to find someone more suitable to he run. He starts this town. laughing yeah. and he's like, lady, you given a lot of demands for a, a woman whose squire is being torn to bits in the street. The War for the Tower is a special project of the Trap Society and the Colossus Media Group. Our theme song is Morgana Rides by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Our cast members are Jeff Richardson, Andrea Dennison, Brittany Swenson, Chase Greenlee, Eugene Joe, John Reese, Matt Longfellow, and Stephen Matthews. Our cover art was created by Amy Ashton. Learn more about the show and all of us at our website, warforthetower.com. <laughs>